0: This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to YouTube.com slash Comic Pop or Comic Pop Returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, comic book readers, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. A live comic book show, and then later it's not live, and you're probably listening to this after the fact. But listen, you but, should check it out. Yeah. Because we talk about comics that came out the past week, recap and review them, tell you what I thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out next week. Or this week that we think you should pick up. In this case, we missed Monday because it was a holiday. Hopefully you had a nice one. We did. And uh we're we're catching up. So since it's Tuesday and it's DC Tuesday, because DC releases their books on Tuesdays, unlike every other comic book store, which of course holds their DC books unless you ask for them. Uh but uh DC had two major releases today, and so we're gonna talk about those, along with the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder movie. Yeah. Now, this is gonna be a little different from our normal movie breakdown yes because you probably haven't had a chance to see the movie
1: Yes, yeah, so we don't want to ruin it for you so we're not gonna ruin like, it at all so, so
0: this is gonna be a non-spoiler review
1: <laughs> this is going to be a a review with punctuated pauses
0: that's right yes yes long drawn-out pauses where we stumble over our words and try desperately mm-hmm. to make it so that uh, we don't spoil the movie for you that's right uh but listen that you know hopefully as is the case with uh the promotions and why we actually got to see it in the first place we're hyping you up for it
1: yeah
0: uh, and it works to some degree but so we're going to talk a little bit about our thoughts about thor love and thunder and then we're going to tell you whether we recommend it or not Mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll do another video at some point where we talk all spoilers if you're interested in that kind of thing and that'll come out after you saw it yeah so yeah we're just going to talk about some comics and then uh because today is tuesday and new comics come out on wednesday we're also going to recommend books that are coming out tomorrow that we think you should pick up Uh, And yeah, it's going to be very, very new. This is a very fresh, this is the freshest episode of Off the Rack that's ever been.
1: Yeah, really, actually it is.
0: I know, because we're talking about Batman number 125. We're going to talk about Dark Crisis number two. Yeah. And Thor Love and Thunder, both of which are books that came out today Mm -hmm. and uh, a movie that's coming out like Tomorrow, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited, and, and I think there's a, there's a couple other uh, X books that you might want to talk about as well.
1: I, I might drop some. I mean, like, I could literally just do like a quick, like, hey, this happened, this yeah, happened, a little recap kind of on X
0: Men. I mean, kind I think it. that's fair. Uh, before I do get started, we do should have mentioned that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can ask a question or comment and read it. We're going to read it here on the show, uh, like, uh, Dan V900, who is two. Posts, uh, both of which are a little review of the Batcat 12 series. Uh, well, it's the 12th issue of the 12 issue mini maxi series from Tom King and Clayman and also Liam Sharp. Uh, he says, I'm sure you'll get to it later, but Batcat 12 felt so anticlimactic. It's just made me go, that's it. Shouldn't have been 12 issues. Uh, Andrea was completely unnecessary. I know King added her character since Clayman wanted to draw her, but it wasn't worth it. Not a great ending. Two out of two. Uh, and that's, of course, meaning two out of two posts that he made. Um, I'm not going to review Batcat. I don't care enough to talk about it. It's not. It's not big enough. No one cares. That's like fair. you know, I, I don't know if the sales were good. I haven't checked, but like nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear about Batcat. Fact is, the, the series is over, and uh, and it is going to dovetail into like two more series. I mean, you got Killing Time from Tom King. It's another mini series that may or may not be in continuity. Nobody cares. And then there's the other one, the Riddler one, mm. which uh based on his use of Riddler, we'll see how that turns out. Riddler's also in Killing Time. So it turns out. I guess
1: he just likes Riddler. King likes
0: Riddler. Riddler and, uh, fan.
1: He stands Riddler.
0: May, may, maybe, 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 and uh, and one day he'll write a Riddler I like. The uh, the Killing Time Riddler is the one I like the most.
1: Okay. Out
0: of all the times he's used Riddler. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Batcat. Meh. Uh, Brian Rollins, hope you had a great Fourth of July. Hopefully you did too. Uh, can't wait to see where variance is going with Jess Jones. And did you see some of the goofy art in Batman Fortress? No, I haven't seen the uh, goofy art in Batman Fortress. But uh, we did read at least the first issue of Batman Fortress, and I panned it. So yeah, I don't know about the goofy art, but I certainly didn't like it.
1: I don't remember that at all. That
0: was the one where it's written by the by the by the movie or TV guy. Oh, and it's like aliens are coming superman's busy i don't know wasn't oh, great yeah. but uh yeah man um they yeah they mentioned that um jessica jones is coming to disney plus and it's to be called aka jessica jones oh. well, that's like a rumor i don't know if that's actually confirmed yeah, that sounds familiar yeah right uh let's because originally i think like the the second series after alias like had come and gone they made another series called aka jessica Jones, okay. and then uh, i think they were going to call the netflix show aka jessica jones but they ended up
1: they just went with jessica yeah. jones
0: and ray farce says i got the flu sorry to hear that
1: Sorry. and i've been oh. home all
0: weekend playing games and watching comic Bob. thank you guys for all the content and making me feel better well hopefully you'll feel better sooner rather than later yeah absolutely get well soon my friend thanks for hanging out with us um so yeah like let's do a let's do a re- recap of x-men before we i'm get only started. gonna
1: cover like uh just two of them because more of that came out but i just want to mention um that saber tooth came out yes number four, number five is coming out tomorrow oh um written by victor lavelle uh with art by leonard kirk um now i think part of this is also that in like two weeks yes the hellfire gala issue is going to drop yeah I i think they're just like oh gosh get everything in beforehand right yeah um the, the key here for me was you know like oh what, what's saber doing oh it, it the yeah end of this issue was very this like was very like hand wavy uh-huh just like okay and this and I'm oh like, okay cool whatever but for me the big takeaway was a conversation between um skin and i believe it's um blob okay um Where is it, it said that things are changing everyone can feel it i'm gonna miss what was but when there's a sudden power vacuum, it's good to have friends, a brotherhood. And I'm like, are you trying to drop into this that it's like we're, this is all
0: we're going to make a brotherhood of evil mutants? Or that
1: like, you know, like Krakoa was fun. But, oh. like now we're going someplace else. I'm oh, like,
0: cool. I hmm. hope so.
1: I hope that wasn't the book you chose to do that in.
0: Um, <laughs> well, because otherwise people are going to miss it.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um, additionally, um, X-Men Red came out.
0: And week. yeah, another one. Jeez, this book is just issue, coming out. Yeah.
1: Issue four written by Al Ewing art by... Juan Cabal, Andreas uh, Genole, and Michael Stamaria. <laughs> so,
0: you're going to sing that one?
1: That's, yeah, because I don't know anything. There are quite a few <laughs> artists on this one, and it, and it kind of.
0: How long is the issue?
1: It's a regular size issue. Oh. It's just kind of like.
0: That's the Marvel method now.
1: Well, I mean, there are only three different storylines, so I guess each of them took one of them, but it does feel like, honestly, oh gosh, we, we, need, to get this we need to get this issue out
0: before the gala. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sort of just i don't know um this issue was fine i think ewing is writing the hellfire gala and it probably is already written and i would like to think it was written before this issue was written but maybe <laughs> it wasn't this issue just felt okay mm-hmm. you know like i was really hyping this book up and i really really enjoyed everything that was going on magnet with magneto and yeah. there are some moments in this it just didn't feel quite as strong as the past three issues mm-hmm. at least the past the last issue right it f- kind of felt more like the second issue i guess in hmm. a sense um but we do uh you know they've got you know we've got a couple of just basic conversations going on in this issue that's really what this is all about like you know um what's his name roberto is having a conversation with rock slide His new self otherworldly
0: unlike rock yeah Yeah.
1: who's uh, who a lot of the mutants call wrong slide which is like cruel but also he thinks it is accurate because he's like i'm not rock slide right um and we get a conversation with him where he's like you know when i'm ready to go i'm going to go to other world and like let myself die there, and then we will like hopefully something new will come back. And I'm like, that's so sad.
0: Yeah. Um, also, like, have they ever done anything with this yet? With that, the you, other world, right? Where like something com- they're coming back wrong. It really felt like they were really like heading towards something. Well, and uh now they've killed Gambit, so who knows? Yeah,
1: they're but do. they're also looking for the Siege perilous So I'm just kind of like, we'll see. And also, I you know, there's like all sorts of layers now. Um, I feel like this was like kind of an interesting smoking gun that they had, and I don't know if they know what to do with it just yet i mean
0: i would hope that if the gun were smoking you had a target in mind
1: right and i mean maybe the target was gambit and we'll see
2: Mm. what they do
1: with it from there i know there's a gambit series coming out but i think it's written by chris claremont and has nothing to do with Krokoa as it sounds about right i think it's going to be like an adventure from the past yep um with him and like you know
0: well if it was uh, a adventure in the past i should have howard mackie do it because (laughs) mackie wrote the gambit miniseries
1: right 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 but i believe it's gonna be claremont on that um but additionally um magneto you know takes a seat at, at the ring on arako it's like oh that's cool um but they question now we've got two people from Krakoa on here and like the the way of arako is like listen like when you die you die and that's fine you just let it go mm-hmm. like that's how it is we we you know we live and we die and like you have no fear of that so like how should like you you have the right to rule those who di- who just die and, and like even though Oh, aren't they mutants
0: they, can't they just come back they could
1: they choose not they're like no that's not how we that's not us. that's not that's our not, way that's not our, that's, way. Not our way. that's not
0: our way either though but we would definitely go back if oh, we sure, could i sure, mean
1: sure but like that like their warrior way doesn't allow that to happen and okay. they're like what right should two of you have to rule that do you understand loss do you understand that right yeah and like magneto is there alone storm's having another conversation elsewhere she's like somewhere over there right we will get to that and like magneto also calls to to task though iska he's like technically she doesn't have any fear of that either
0: yeah yeah because she can't be beaten
1: she's the unbeaten and she does try to pull like a. there could be victory and death like you know sure. i could win that way yeah, yeah but you
0: don't want to die though
1: yeah at the end of the day though like he's got this little sphere it looks like a little like cerebro sphere thingy and then like he ends up crushing it and he's like that was the only like backup of storm and i sure and, like, so we choose to live by the Araco. yeah right and i'm like yeah okay probably i i seriously doubt that like that eric or that um that xavier is going to let that happen um but maybe to their knowledge yeah um that they would you know they believe that that's true you know yeah. um additionally storm is getting pulled into something that's happening in another book in in new mutants no not new mutants in uh marauders oh yeah whatever that's right marauders became
0: uh-huh which i can't remember the space book right
1: yeah the one where in space and it's kitty and all them right Mm -hmm. where xandra was shot yeah she died oh she died in this book she she, they were like oh she was
0: originally created really uh
1: yeah storm gets called to like a secret meeting of space representatives including Mm t'challa so they have like a little moment Uh, if you're reading black panther you probably knew more about that than i did there was like something between them like a like an argument Mm -hmm. um but you get a little more information there not really they go to this meeting where they're told like she died let a psychic scream i heard it so like i wanted to let you guys know because once we tell the shiar empire that this happened there's going to be a power vacuum yep and like there's going to be a war and like potentially trillions could die from it Mm -hmm. richard Ryder's also there
0: aren't they being led by like Hulkling or something? Aren't they all being led by one person?
1: No, not the Shiar.
0: I thought they was all under one banner.
1: No, it's the Cree.
0: Yeah, I, it there was the Cree versus the the plants. And I thought the Shiar was involved in some No, way.
1: Xandra rules over the Shiar right now. Ah, okay. Um, so essentially, um, they're like questioning like what should happen. And, you know, one of the representatives is like, Hey, should we um, you know, bring her back? Like, kind of thing and like someone's like we really shouldn't do that because then you basically set up like an immortal leader and that's not how it works and that may not look good and i don't support that Mm -hmm. and then storm's like you act like you get to decide (laughs) because think about this for a hot second what do you think allowed her to let go of a psychic scream that could like cross the galaxy carrying all of her memories and dna dna sequence with it and you think that like the person who basically made that cape, like possible for her mm-hmm. didn't catch it, right? Because like Charles Xavier is probably the most powerful telepath in the universe. He absolutely heard it. He absolutely got the five and sinister on it immediately. And they're <laughs> like, she's she's like she's already back, right? <laughs> so on. I don't know what you think you're talking about here, or like that you you need to give us permission for like doing what we're gonna do, but we've already done it. Yeah. So. And she just leaves. I'm like, okay, you're really like the diplomacy thing. Like I love storm, but like, yeah, I don't want to hang on to that one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, we, at the end of it, like Richard Ryder is going to come to Araco, Right. So if you wanted some more Nova Nova's coming up to Araco for a bit, we'll see. I don't know. Um, yeah. so this is an interesting one. Like I said, it wasn't quite as tight and I, it just felt maybe it's a little wheel spinny because i I, again i think some of these books right now like got caught up in a weird like release schedule with like delays and then it's also like okay but like like certain things aren't supposed to happen before um the hellfire Hellfire gala Gala. so it's kind of (sighs) like yeah it feels like some bigger stuff should be happening i think we're just waiting
0: right so everyone's in a holding pattern Yeah,
1: yeah yeah but it was like oh okay cool so big things were that like you know Sabretooth, like that book's dropping like things may not be permanent which we already know we already knew but i was kind of hoping that wouldn't be the book to like make us find out yeah um, and yeah, then yeah. with x-men red it's like okay so technically magneto and storm couldn't e- be easily brought back
0: right except they will be
1: mm-hmm. well in theory they would just go up to the heaven oh thing, yeah that's right and then it would be up to them if they choose to come back
0: which of course they won't but then they'll be done they'll be forced to against their will and then they'll be stuck with it yeah yeah, so uh, yeah, that's your X Men round. I just want to,
1: and there were a few other books that came out. Uh, x-statics came out, X Force came out, Patch came out. If you're wearing that Wolverine Patch book, yeah, I don't That'll... think
0: anybody is, but that's.
1: You know, I, I'm sure mm-hmm. people are. I'm sure. I'm sure people... a lot of people are. I'm sure actually... a lot of people who don't want to deal with Krakoa exactly. at all are like, okay, at least I have this. Right,
0: which good for X Men because if you're in a position to release multiple X Men titles, the least you could do is give people a friggin' break. Yeah. From it exactly. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, let's jump into some books that came out this week. That is to say, today. today. Uh, that uh, that are interesting. Uh, I I think we got to jump into Dark Crisis number two. Okay. Because Dark Crisis is like what should be the biggest thing, and it isn't. And um, you know, obviously, people want to hear about what we think about Batman. So Dark, but but Dark Crisis is happening. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that Dark Crisis came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're jumping into Dark Crisis. This is, of course, written by Josh Williamson with art by. Uh, dance Impair, i mm-hmm. think uh and it's continuing the story if you read any tie-ins fu doesn't matter which great which is you know the way it should be uh i assume it's re- it actually it does allude to a bunch of stuff that's happening but mm-hmm. like this is the main event this is the stuff that's ha- like if you read that young justice book it's like well who cares like right. it's not in any way related yeah i mean it is but like we're not going to reference it here, uh, but yeah. So um, Deathstroke enacts his plan. Of course, Deathstroke is being manipulated by the Great Darkness. Um, he is, or well, yeah, I think he's being manipulated by the dark, Great Darkness. It, it indicates that both Pariah and Deathstroke are agents of the Great Darkness.
1: Yeah, it, they're trying to say that like Deathstroke's like trying to fight against it by doing what Deathstroke does.
0: Right, that's what Deathstroke does.
1: He's, I has got to kill. If I kill you, then you can't be part of it. Right. It's what I took from it. Well, because like, um, that's the worst plan ever.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Pariah, his, his his dark army that he had gathered. I think the idea was that like he was going to. Because I was like, oh, I kind of really didn't get it. Like I thought the dark army was just supposed to kill the Justice League, but like then it re- then it is indicated or at least cemented in this that the dark army led by Pariah or at the least, at least controlled by them uh, was going to be meant to to go to Earth mm-hmm. and kick off the crisis. Right. Um, Deathstroke's job is to cause chaos, basically to artificially kickstart a crisis, which I thought was kind of a neat idea. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if you cause enough mayhem at once in the DC universe, it's technically a crisis and will like kick it off mm-hmm. and get, I guess, bring the Dark Army slash the Great Darkness to Earth. I think that's the idea. Because the Dark Army is in space, and they're supposed to kick off the Dark Crisis, but they're agents of the Great Darkness anyway.
1: Yeah, but like Pride needs heroes. Yes. So like to be part like it has it has to be like it has to be an event. Yes, it's all about story.
0: Yeah. So that happened.
1: Yeah, that did happen. I okay. So first of all, page one. I was like, Josh, you are you 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 see me? Is that what you're about?
0: Yeah, he does. Because it opens with Pariah talking about how useless he is. And
1: he's just like, I know you're mad about it. <laughs> and I'm like.
0: You're like, oh, yes, I am. I
1: am. Yeah, no, I did hate that ad- you. Yeah. I so hate how'd that go? You. I think he's garbage still. I, I well, Of course he is. He's supposed to be garbage. You, he's this...
0: supposed to be a jobber. Like, you're supposed to hate him.
1: So, like, this book, all it did was I was like, okay. like For, like, a few moments during this book, I forgot I was reading a big event book. And it just felt like a regular comic. Yeah. Which was like that's not good yeah and only because of the fact that it's like instead of like knowing this book has or this this event has seven issues right so like seven issues each issue should feel like it has a purpose right to some degree even it it doesn't have to hit you over the head but Mm -hmm. like in the grand scheme of things it should have some sort of purpose right right? a lot of ongoings with decompression tend to extend some things and that's kind of what i felt in issue two of this that death stroke section really goes on for way too long it goes on for a while it goes on and on and on and like again and i know i just i sound like a broken record at this point but like dc can't teach us and i'm going to put that in quotes teach us that like crisis means this mm-hmm. and then start using this word over and over again and not deliver on that right like it's almost like we're they're trying to re-educate us as to what a crisis is and that's this book i is think not... they're
0: trying to redefine what a crisis is or right. very, or get back to what it is because like i think that the metal wars have never been called a crisis and with good reason because then it would have worn out the crisis.
1: Sure, but I mm, even though,
0: by the way, death like I think death metal was supposed to, or dark yeah. dark knights metal was supposed to be a crisis. Yeah, so as we well. talked
1: about that. But like you know, many of the crises mm-hmm. have done earth shattering things. Yeah, and like, completely de- like redefined the DC universe. That's right. right. And so like when you hear that word, you assume that's what's going to happen, and nothing right. about those books feels like that's what's going to happen. Right. Okay. And like,
0: but so identity like, crisis didn't do that either, or at the very least. It was more of a boots on the ground, no universe shaking events. It's just that, like,
1: oh sure, like
0: tonally, the the DC universe never really recovered from it, right?
1: And I and I don't disagree with that. I am just saying that like DC has educated us or like defined this word to mean this, like this is what a crisis is, yeah, to the DC universe, yeah. And this either is going to deliver on that and be like, okay, cool, like you did exactly what we thought, and you're just we're having a crisis again Mm because it feels like it again because of metal, even though it wasn't really a crisis but it was world changing yeah, yeah. um that like if you're going to do that it's like we just did this even if it yes. wasn't technically a crisis and if you don't deliver on that you're just confusing people because we're reading this thinking we're reading a crisis yeah that's all i, I just keep that i know it's just literally the same thing but this issue really trying to put it into focus that it comes from the definition that has been handed to mm-hmm. us over and over again by yeah. their actions right and so it's I don't know. Anyway, that's it. That's uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Is that like this didn't do any favors to me to make me feel like less of mm-hmm. that? It's just upward failure of most of the characters in this book. Yeah, like it, it just feels like everyone's failing upwards, right? In a sense, where it's like, oh no, all this crap happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Try again next time,
0: right? Well, I, I think that uh I mean you're supposed to feel like there are no no one's succeeding.
1: Yeah, you know, and I and I you listen i like that but usually it doesn't come in issue two
0: no but it's and only I, seven i mean i think yeah. i well and I, I think the original plan was, was, was going to be shorter sure but they said you know hey
1: decompress all, the all, hell all, out of this no,
0: all the crises were seven issues let's
1: right, right let's do
0: something because right. it is a meta commentary on crises themselves yes so it's like it, it i get the aesthetic of being like you can because you can add more and i think you get more in this Thanks to the fact that it's seven issues. I think that that stroke sequence that like it's delivering on a, on a premise that like we've seen kind of before mm-hmm. the idea of Dick versus uh, Slade in this kind of like final confrontation feel. But th- in, in this, at the very least the stakes can be the highest they've ever been because it's a crisis, like because it's supposed to be that way. And so if it's going to be, then it better be extended and we better get more of it and i think because we got more of it we got a sequence that i was very happy to see and again this is very much a crisis for those who have been reading dc for like the better part of 25 years Mm -hmm. right like this is not a like this is not a resume builder for a person who's trying to break into comics from like another medium this is not a no no and i don't like this isn't one of those things where i'm changing the dc universe like this isn't a deliberate attempt to put a dent in the dc universe But if
1: you're doing a crisis it is expected you're going to make a dent
0: well and i think that that's what this is about trying to not like this is one of those things where it's like you've bent it enough you know right
1: but then you shouldn't call it
0: but like, that's the whole point. Is it, this is a, this is a- uh
1: you should call it a, an death anti-crisis. Metal, or well, a, or Death a, Metal
0: already took that name. Or
1: a meta-crisis.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I well, think that's- Well, then you
1: might have want to call it that.
0: Well, I, I think that they already had the logo built up, but I think that guy costs <clears> a <throat> lot of money to make these logos. Well, then. I mean, this logo's got to be at least three or four years old. Is it really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, the Dark Crisis has been an idea slash name that DC has been going to use since pre-pandemic
1: right sure
0: and it's definitely by the same guy that's been doing all the logos across the dc spectrum now Mm -hmm. and those those logos are very expensive
1: okay that's (laughs) that's i get you my
0: gun has two barrels it was very difficult to (laughs) me it this this issue i think delivered more on what people were hoping to see in as much as there were more, there was more action. And like you said, it developed like the, uh, the concept a little better. Like in this, I was like, Oh, like that's what they're trying to do. And I liked the idea of like the DC universe is so weirdly malleable slash fragile yeah. that like, if you cause enough mayhem, you will break the DC universe.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I, you know what it is. I also still cannot pinpoint in issue two by through issue one and issue two, what character I'm really supposed to be. There's do.
0: no, there's no protagonist. The protagonist is dark is pariah i think there Ooh, is no protagonist in this story but, but there never it, is like I, there was no even, protagonist in christian earth but
1: there's usually a character a focal kind of point a focal point and it's like they might not be the hero or the character like the i will main say focus or like the main protagonist but like they are the focal point for you to like the thread that guides you through this and I, and I don't have that that's right because
0: christian earth there's none there's Okay. none right it is Practically impenetrable unless you have been reading DC for thirty years. Right, right, right. Infinite Crisis is an agenda by Johns. Johns has something to do mm-hmm. that. I mean, Identity Crisis, notwithstanding, Identity Crisis is only called a crisis because whatever. Mm-hmm. And Zero Hour has a does not have a protagonist either. But Zero Hour is created because they were wanted to celebrate ten years since the last crisis. Again, artificial doesn't count. Identity Identity Crisis is like I think it was Meltzer trying to just make a name for himself Mm -hmm. in comics i mean he'd already done that but at this point he's like i'm changing the dc universe and retcons right that one is i i don't i guess the main character might be maybe the atom maybe dibney i don't know but like final crisis again is morrison's agenda yeah right so it's like this is i don't think williamson has an agenda right i think this is like one of the freshest crises because it's like I'm trying to tell a story that isn't due. You know what it is? Maybe it's the fact that like the crisis in the DNA of a crisis is changing something because editorial needs to make it so. Right. And this isn't. This is like the first. It's like a it's like a diehard movie. It's like this is the first attempt to just tell a crisis Mm -hmm. as a story.
1: Don't tell Call it a crisis. But it's It's going to be a crisis.
0: End of story. It's called a crisis. But
1: then it has to do something.
0: It is. It's just that you don't see it yet. Okay. But, like... Sure. But, like, it is trying to do something. We just okay. don't know what it is yet. But, like,
1: so if it is a crisis, which was... This was the original, like, conversation we had, which was, yeah. like, the fact that, like, for a lot of people, myself included, we're tired of crises right, right. now. Like, it's been we
0: don't, too much. I don't think we're tired of crises. I think we're tired of I DC fucking around with the universe. Yes.
1: So, like, but if it's crisis and you say a change has to be made, mm-hmm. therefore... Well, It's all, still a change has to be made,
0: except that it doesn't always mean that. Sometimes the change Would is like t- sometimes the change is always fake. or no, I didn't. That. you did. No,
1: I no, did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: but uh yeah no this, uh, is,
1: this I, is the biggest this is the highest level of us arguing over things is mm-hmm. this but like i know that you just said that that cri- that a change had to be made and a change might be made and this it hasn't been revealed yet but it's still a change no it's not then. a change
0: i'm saying this is a story this is just a story it's not trying to do anything yeah. except tell a story
1: yeah all right
0: that in the dna of a crisis it's effort by editorial to do something
1: hmm
0: This is, I think, the first time the editorial has nothing, has no idea what's going on.
1: So then, but like, therefore, for me, if there, if no change is made, then it shouldn't be called a crisis.
0: Okay, that's just your definition of what a crisis is. Then.
1: Well, that's what they taught me
0: right okay
1: like you like you dc you set the rules you set the and rules i'm adhering to those and mm-hmm. i'm telling you i'm tired of changes and yeah. you put out a book called crisis so you're it,
0: changing something again and so it
1: feels like something has to change right. and I'm, I'm so tired of it yeah I'm and they're like yeah and i
0: think this book is like oh well then you just misunderstood what a
1: crisis is sorry <laughs> i mean it's, I think that's what this book is doing to it, you. it's like it's like going to school and being told this the here here's what the two plus two is four. Mm-hmm. it's two plus two is four. yeah hey actually
0: yeah five. welcome to the real world
1: that's garbage. That's what every
0: authority, f- f- like member, does to you to everyone.
1: Right, but like <laughs> I guess what I'm saying, and I, I'm not sure is being understood here, mm-hmm. is that like it's it's wearying. Yeah. For those of us, no, no, I understand Who it. are like, you know what? Like you, you, you've been, you've been. DC's just been tossing things up in the air yes. and again. They won't give us a firm like ground. No, and that's why I think Rebirth was successful because yes. we felt like we felt like okay we're committed to something even if everyone didn't agree with like each character's like progress or like where their future lied within rebirth yeah we at least had the confidence that it's like okay, this is going in a
0: direction we're and, on a and, direction and someone is is guiding the ship there, yeah there Absolutely. is a plan
1: right and then ever since that it's been like uh, how about this okay no no never mind uh, how about this yeah like, there's no commitment to a plan but that therefore you'd have to have a plan it, it always just feels like they're just trying something and you know what i know that people have meetings meetings are being had and like they are talking about things even if it's not sure. not even if it's not as developed and thought through as it should be if yeah, you're no. running a company and a business where people's livelihoods are on the line and i'm not talking about ours yeah i'm talking about the people who work for them and i'm yep. not talking about the, the higher ups i'm talking about everyone else underneath yeah who's like really who just reliant stories and... yeah who's really reliant on the decisions that are made up here yeah right? that's right that's right and it just feels like as of late they just can't commit to one and i and i don't no. know if it's because they're not happy with the ideas that they're coming up with
0: oh they don't care it's just that there's nobody there right the reality is the people who are telling these stories are telling these stories and when they knock on the door
1: mm-hmm.
0: for mommy and daddy to approve of them yeah both of them left for cigarettes <laughs> And they're not coming back. No,
1: it's true. Like it's, that's the problem. It's true. And so like,
0: you have got like Josh Williamson, who's like, I have unprecedented freedom uh-huh. to to tell you what the DC universe is, uh-huh. and I'm never going to have that again. And so here's no, a crisis that will do and that. And that's fine. And, but jo- like, and and but everyone else is doing whatever they want at any time. So and yes, that is and that is a failing of the company. Absolutely, one hundred percent.
1: So, but well, the other. But thing- I also knew, but that. The other thing is, though, like if this crisis is just a a story being told, right? As yep, it, regardless, let's just pretend like it doesn't say dark crisis and it's right. Just it's like, just called like whatever. Josh Williams, here's what Josh Williams thinks of the DC universe. Like, yeah, if that's what the book was, and it's out there, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, as much as I don't want a change, the mm-hmm. expectation though is that after this, we would hope
0: that there will be change.
1: That there would be a plateau. Like well, we'll, we get we'll to make a, a change. Yeah. And then a like, new status quo we'll, is what a new you're status saying. quo and we are going to live with that. Yeah. Even if we're all not all of us, not many of us it. are sick and tired of like having a change and a change and a change and a change. And it just feels like, okay, cool. Josh might make a status quo, like change. And yeah. Like, okay, this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, uh, yeah, actually.
0: Yeah, they're not going to do that. Welcome to reading DC Comics. You know that like, you know that better than anybody. You know
1: what it is? I I guess in my mind, and maybe this is just a- per- Like they
0: wouldn't have approved a crisis in the first place if they weren't going to go in one direction? If they weren't going
1: to adhere to it. And the idea that like-
0: They could just let a crisis slip through? Well,
1: so like the other thing too is that like what Snyder did, right? He does like, you know- Metal and then Dark Nights Metal or Death Metal. Right? Yeah. And like they decide we're not going to call this a crisis, mm-hmm. even though it does change the status quo. We're going to not call it that, which makes it seem like DC has reverence for the word crisis. Sure. Yeah. Right? No, like, there's something there where like they've set a precedent where mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? This is a word that we withhold for certain very specific Oh no, things. that's no
0: Snyder just didn't want to call it one. No, the creator had more power than the editorial. He yeah. just said he didn't want to call it that. Right. He didn't want, actually what's interesting about that is he didn't want to get roped up in what a crisis meant.
1: Right. But apparently now- So we... actually,
0: actually what you what you were saying.
1: Right. Like, it's just, it's so frustrating. Yeah, and now
0: no one's in charge, and so it still doesn't mean anything. They
1: just choose to adhere to nothing. That's and right. like, it, it's- That's it, easy. It, but it makes this scene even less- Important. Right. That's right. Or worth it.
0: Yeah. No, and it I, isn't.
1: And I'm sorry to say that, because like, I know Josh has been on the show, and he, like, he's like- No, he's
0: doing a great job. Like, this is a book that feels fun, but like, it's just, no. But literally- Yeah. A, like a, a a a firmer established editor or a yeah. bigger writer yeah. could undo the whole thing the next day. Oh, absolutely! End of story. That's,
1: and that's really what it is, and that's why I think it's it's my brain is of two yeah like minds about it. Minds about it because I'm like on the one hand I'm like you know. Cool, like you know, art or, like artists doing you know what they need to do, and like creators out there, yeah, you know, making stories and making big moves, and that's what Josh is doing totally. But then also like taking the label crisis.
0: Yeah, it's 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 yet another casualty.
1: That's of, what it is
0: of what of of where we are as a culture is that we are losing reverence for everything. That's you are that oh that's ex- okay. Yeah, you have been. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: One more day didn't
0: happen to you!
1: (laughs) Okay, so it is and it isn't that because like that's saying that I don't have a foot in the, in no, the no, real world. No, you do, you because, do. Because like the problem too is that like yes, no, no, I no, have. You, have
0: a, you know, you you know, you could see it, you could feel it. I can feel it. It didn't happen. No, it to didn't you. happen. No,
1: no, I know, I know. <laughs> like, but what you're what you're assuming is all that. But don't forget what my other argument is: is that we're tired. Oh yeah, no, and also everyone's fatigued. Yeah, everyone's sick of it. There's total yeah. fatigue from it, and then you're gonna throw you're gonna throw the word crisis out that's there, right. which makes everyone go like, oh, a crisis. That's important. Because it's
0: all. Connected. But it's not like important. The, no, because it, no, it's not. No. it's not. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're approaching it from a perspective of like. It's but, also just. But no, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. I'm like, the genie's out. The yeah. genie's been out for twenty years.
1: Right. I mean, you. I mean. I, I agree. No offense. I know we're not a big video game no. like group here, but like, I did live through yeah. all of Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't come mm-hmm. at me with your <laughs> with your Spider Man woes, man. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you've experienced it. I have. Just not here.
1: No, I haven't experienced it here. But like again, it's just it's the term crisis. Yeah, it means something. It should and it used mean, to mean well, something. It should. And it should mean something. But what it should mean, is yeah. That but there's... Morrison
0: called the one, the last one, the final
1: one. But yeah, after I that, know. that's over. It's over. There shouldn't be anymore. That's right. it's the final countdown there. But like again, like don't constantly be changing things. Oh, I. But agree. also adhere to your own rules. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you establish I... some rules. Try to adhere to. Yes, them and I'll,
0: I will. I will give you this. I think Josh is trying to establish some.
1: Okay. I think in well, that we'll regard, see.
0: I think on this level, he's like, no, this is what the DC universe should be, right. and if they like it enough, okay. the audience will make them. You know, right. like the I'll say what the rules should be. Yeah. Right. And I'll say the universe and the characters in the universe will say those what the rules are. Yeah and hopefully the audience will like it enough yeah. to firmly establish them enough to the upper management right. that eventually shows up and does the job right Which now, they're never gonna really do really
1: what he needs is the support of other creators to make that happen because what we the audience thinks doesn't really seem absolutely to matter. no yeah no all so, like, the he audience really needs a team behind him here but additionally i also didn't find issue two to be that engaging
0: well and i did because i was like <laughs> that's cool and it wasn't it wasn't engaging and unfortunately it wasn't engaging in terms of story because like who cares right like right. i was like oh no the the green lanterns oh no I think
1: what doesn't help again is who's who's seemingly driving the bus because again like, i can't find this like through line, nobody's in charge but like of the comic yeah is pariah right and i just and you don't want to do just that i just don't care i don't blame I just you just don't care about pariah. i don't
0: blame you i don't blame you but <laughs> but we did get Superboy fighting or superman fighting cyborg superman and that was awesome sure it was so awesome to, I mean, have, to have you know Dick what, Grayson though, be almost killed by a death stroke and then have Superboy show up. Right. And then have his fake cyborg father I attack know, him. I know.
1: I know. No, I mean, yes, that's cool. It's the past attacking the present. As, and that's really neat. It's the past attacking the future. Plus, it's like, a cool like, no, I fight. I get it. It's two people like trying to fill the role of Superman. Yeah. At one point. I told, listen, I get it. You don't have to explain it. I why know, that's you know. Cool. I'm just saying it. It's like, it was so short comparatively you know, to everything that I was like, well, oh because my Josh God. likes Nightwing more.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that, and I would love for it to be a spinoff. Like, just give me a, a one shot of of of, of, uh, of John get, fighting, get, fighting get Hank. Get all
1: of them. Just get all of yeah, them. Yeah, get
0: Steel and Superboy. And, like, yeah. Steel
1: can come to, like, back him up. And, like... and then
0: Eradicator shows up, but John has already fought Eradicator. <laughs> that's true. He's never fought Hank Henshaw, that's and that true. was all cool. Right. That's no, cool. That's
1: fine, but, like, it was just, it wasn't enough.
0: It was not, no. It's but not the enough. art is so good, I'm okay with it okay the art looked great i thought it looked great it was a this this is a triple a looking book with stakes that should matter and should feel impactful and i think that if we want it to enough it might
1: here's what's funny too is that like again here now here's the like tiffany lives in a fantasy world where like crisis should matter but she's also fatigued from events but also is meta reading the fact that there's no way that like that it will stick that nightwing is gonna die Oh, I was no. like, there's no tension.
0: Well, no, because that's uh, it's in it. It's They said, we can't, you can't kill them.
1: This is zero. Oh, I know. But like, they, they said that way after most of the tension was trying to take place. Oh, and I know. Like, oh, and I'm like, no, there's no tension, no, Josh. It's... There's no tension. No. Ah, the bots are crazy today, too, in the chat. I for know, some it's reason. horrible. Anyway.
0: Yeah. It's Probably because we have like a, a this trendy is, word.
1: This is why I'm literally reading Crisis, is so that we can have these conversations. Yeah, me too. It's, it's great. Like, it's the one like comic that you and i are reading together yeah and i enjoy these conversations a lot so all right that's it final crisis 2 sal says go for it i'm like "Mm -hmm."
0: yeah i say go for it i'm reading it it. it's a hell of a toboggan ride (laughs) (laughs) let me have those headphones because we have a special guest that is going to jump onto the show because we have something to say before we uh move on yeah ladies and gentlemen
1: yeah i'm gonna slide off okay easier for you
0: it's DJ Woolridge. Hey, DJ, what's going what on? What
2: up? What up? Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you fine. Thank oh, you for hell yeah, on the show, dude! I've just been sitting in on your Dark Crisis conversation. I haven't read issue two yet, but can I? You probably already covered this, but can I give my one? I would love to hear it. Caveat for for Dark Crisis is that I don't really read events anymore because I I just don't find them terribly interesting. But that's fair. And it, and I was I was uh didn't not on board with this one because I was like, well, you can't. The Justice League is going to come back. Oh yeah, but. <laughs> but with the idea of like yeah of course they are but just spinning what would happen if they did go away what would these people do that's not uncompelling it's like yeah they'll come back but what do we do in the meantime
0: Yeah, yeah yeah and like having black adam swoop in and be like all right maybe he's actually an opportunist yeah and he's like he's just sowing doubt in the people who would rightfully take over or lead the dc universe and he's like no like i'm I'm. I'm. I should be in charge. Like he yeah. let them say that he should be in charge, so he can be like, "It was your idea all along." Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And it's like that's a cool idea. but yeah, yeah, and that's his bit. That's his gimmick. That's his. That's whole. That's the, his whole just, deal. That's what that's he does. His whole deal. I love yeah. in the in the trailer for the new Black Adam movie. He was like, "My son sacrificed his life for me." He's like, "Well, that's not. That's not what happened in the I, comic. That's not how went down so. in the comics."
0: Well, and I would love it if that's if he's if he's just straight up lying. Yeah, like Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Like, that ain't how it worked, man. I don't think Mr. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, would let it play out that way, is my Probably guess. Probably not. Yeah, is yeah, that, dude's also, that.
0: Yeah, he has a lot of sway. a lot of sway dj listen you have a kickstarter that's out right now that also uh yeah that's right and it's (laughs) the second one in this in 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 as many years and uh i should say that uh it's very exciting and i think people should talk about uh or or know about it so why don't you sell it to them while i drop a link to the chat
2: listen here's the thing if you go to hellbentcomicbook.com you can find hellbent volume two uh as i mentioned i did volume one last year this is the follow-up to that and if you too are tired of events and the same right. stories repeating themselves over and over. How about invest not only in some new creators, uh, some new characters in a, in a new world um, uh, that we're just fleshing out now, but also a, a diverse team of creators with a lot of different perspectives, providing stuff that you would not get probably in your regular at your regular comic shop visit. So, Hellbent, uh, for those that are not familiar, Hellbent is kind of. Uh, me and my co-writer jaina's attempt at doing a comic in the vein of classic vertigo comics like sandman like preacher like the invisibles where you're kind of tackling big ideas in in an irreverent way and kind of trying to process um uh, everything going on in the world in, in an exciting entertaining adults oriented story so we follow jezzy who's a young trans woman with incredible supernatural abilities and she is being protected by nick who is an arcane assassin i like to uh uh, compare him to like if you combined john wick and john constantine into one character that's nick um and they're on the run from religious zealots like we all are um and, and it's kind of been the funny thing about doing doing the promotional thing is is um weirdly this book is much more timely than it was when jane and i when first you wrote conceived it. <laughs> it yeah like yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a bummer honestly i kind of yeah. it was like it's cool and also damn yeah 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 i wish things were a little bit calmer um but yeah. uh but yeah i think i think if you're like me and you dig that stuff if you're excited for the new sandman show or uh you're excited uh, another a more modern comic that that shares some dna with it is something is killing the children yeah um uh that was something i actually didn't re- start reading something that's killing the children until after volume one came out and oh I no reading, so and i'm like, like oh Whoa. i need to tell people i need but- to tell people that th- if you like this then you're gonna like hellbent it's you're gonna like it yeah a lot of the same stuff so so yeah that's that's hellbent hellbent comic if you're like oh that sounds cool but i missed volume one you're not you can get um uh, volumes one and two um and if you listen to sal sal's uh the show sal and i do um yes at, by uh, diversity the only uh, Patreon, spider-versity. there's special awards for patrons over there so get get on it if you would wouldn't mind please
0: <laughs> right so uh you can go to hellbentcomic.com and it'll take you to uh this uh lovely kickstarter page and yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. uh you can help i understand that the uh stretch goals have been
2: fulfilled right it's so like... we've done we did our first stretch goal which is extra pages so now it we went from a 44 page comic to a 48 page comic and we nice. hit our second stretch goal there's stickers with every physical tier those have been upgraded to be glow in the dark stickers which is Ooh, awesome very excited awesome. about that and now we're working on our third stretch goal which the, a lot of the tiers come with tarot cards tarot is a partner important part of the stories so we have yeah. exclusive um tarot cards those are going to be upgraded to include like a metallic foil ink it's really cool we, we were able to do it last time and it just looks really cool, um, so I'm really hopeful that we're able to hit that. Response has been been really good, and uh, um, but but at the end of the day, uh, I think everybody that contributes is going to get a comic that they're really happy to have, and they're going to be really happy to read, um, and they're going to find some cool ideas in there, some characters they're going to love, and a lot of like uh, 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 sex and violence and foul language and all the stuff we love in our stuff. <laughs> Damn right, damn right. That's why I buy
0: comics in the first. No, yeah, that's uh, what
2: we go. That's, that's why, why we pick up Flash every week. Is for, all, exactly, the, for the, all the the sex and violence, all the sex and violence in the Flash.
0: Yeah, but you know what the reality is. Like you know, mainstream comics, they don't. They, you know, they they can't afford to push the envelope like they do. That's where you got why you got to go to the indies.
2: Well, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool to come on your show because like you you know you know it you know what i mean you're part of the same world um exactly and so one of the cool things with comics especially if you're out for kickstarter comics is there's no like we don't have to run anything by standards and practices it's like whatever's in our brain editorial it's just yeah we get to convey to you um and and it's it's cool and it's freeing and i think it's it's one of the 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 hardest part about being a comic reader is that there's not a lot of money flowing into that industry um and, and so stuff is just all constantly on the bubble but I don't think, like, I've just been reading Invisibles right now, in, in the Invisibles could not, Grant Morrison's The Invisibles could not exist in any other medium. No. Like, like maybe someday we'll get it, I would be stunned. Oh, oh better example, more monic- saga. Yeah, no. Saga's saga was ma- some psycho someday might it. try in vain to adapt it. But... I
0: guarantee you they are already like that. Brian K. Vaughan, like Bill Watterson before him, has been just like batting away offers for an adaptation of saga at some yeah. point and, and has just been inundated with, with oh, we can do an animation, we could do a combination, could be CG. It's like the, the 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 conceit of that book is it can't be adapted.
2: Yeah, it's it, it exists in, a, in, in that medium and, it, and it's an example of what makes that medium special because even if you were to do it in live action and have it be have it be, um, uh, be, be close to the comic yeah the comic. it's not yeah. going to be Fiona Staples art you know what I mean no. That's kind of my hang up I mentioned this on other shows it was kind of my hang up with was why I couldn't get into the Sweet Tooth show because mm. Jeff Lemire's art is so distinct. Yes. That in my brain, it's like stop motion or don't do it. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, unless you can convey that feeling anyway, point being, this is the type of story that listen, Netflix, if you want to adapt it, give me a call. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not (laughs) Brian K Vaughn over here. I'm not going to bat you away, but uh, the the point is that that, that, a story like this wouldn't, wouldn't first happen. On your favorite streaming service. It has to happen in a medium like comics, specifically Kickstarter comics, where you can do things. We're able to do things there that no other outfit would let us do. Yeah. And that's great.
0: And it's also, it, it's it's a part of you. Like it's something that is so deeply personal to you and so yeah. you and your collaborators want to tell. So you know that there's like an authenticity there that you just you just can't find anywhere else. So yeah. check that out. Uh, if you haven't already, you should click the link. I'm going to drop another one in the chat. And of course, there's one in the description below this video. Uh, but if you also like liked uh, our intrepid uh, guest today, where else can they find DJ Woolridge and all the awesome shit that he's making today?
2: Listen, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can find my podcast at Only Stupid Answers. And I think more importantly for your listeners, if they go to patreon.com slash Only Stupid Answers, Sal and I do a show called Spider-Versity where we've talked about all the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're currently in the middle of um, Spider-Man, the animated series. We literally just wrapped up recording the our, us going through the first season. We're going yep. to the second season. And I was just – Sal, I was just looking over the episodes in the second season. Oh. And we've got some wild stuff ahead of us. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it goes off the rails like you wouldn't believe so i'm if you so check excited that out, i'm definitely so excited go to patreon.com
2: <laughs> only stupid answers it is
0: uh it is a great treat and of course you have a terrific website yourself uh at the youtube channel only stupid answers yeah uh, you got great stuff over there and occasionally i'll drop in so you know
2: check them out there. <laughs> check them out check them out uh, i'm gonna make everybody at home i want to make sal watch morbius stay tuned for that <laughs> no mm-hmm. i'm gonna make them watch it i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make <laughs> them do it for your entertainment for you at home yeah. <laughs> We'll see. It's Morven time, everybody. It's Morven time. Uh,
0: DJ, thanks so much for being here, man. Thank you so much Thank for, you for having the, uh, me. the book. It's always a pleasure, and uh, let's get back to it. Thanks a lot, All man. right.
2: Take care. Bye.
0: You too. Later. And so with that, we continue. We roll on. <laughs> Speaking of rolling on, Tiffany's going to roll on to the show. I did. Great job in the discussion today. Oh, thanks. You're very welcome. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't already, check out that uh, that that uh, Kickstarter uh, let's jump into some super chats. We, yeah, because like, we still have a more bearing. comic
1: to talk about. And Before like, we, we jump into Thor, it's true.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but there's so many terrific uh, people here in the chat who have uh, sponsored today's show that I want to make sure that we get to everybody. Um, so uh, without any further ado, I believe that the comics guy said, first time tuning in for a live. Well, it's a doozy. I'll tell you. <laughs> I just wanted to show some love and thank you all for inspiring me to make comic content. Good for you, man keep it up what's up
1: nothing i was like oh i guess yeah only one of them doesn't light up what of the arcades behind us i had a moment of just totally like squirrel
0: (laughs) uh six says uh picked up public domain number one because of your zadarsky episode i'm digging it so far you guys rock uh have some coin to keep lights on nice yes public domain is chip zadarsky's substack book that he now has through image comics first issue dropped uh, i think last week And uh, you should definitely check out that series. It's a really, really good book. I've read the first four issues and it is, it's tight. I love it. Nice. Um, Yeah. uh...
1: There we go.
0: Barry Lewis, 97. The show only gets better every week. Wishing you both well. Thank you very much. I tend to agree. (laughs) Uh, That Novo guy just wanted to say, I love this channel. Nice. Happy to see it. I love this town. Uh, <laughs> Mike Manhattan, have you read *Radiant Black* from Kyle Higgins? I've actually never read a single issue of *Radiant Black*. I do have the first issue of *Radiant mm. Black*, but I've never read that series. uh Girk Pactus, you think *Daredevil* would accidentally killing someone uh story would work for Batman? Maybe a uh, Hatter forces him to kill a villain. uh Part of him feels good about it, but doesn't know if that's mind control for or him. Yeah, I mean I, I, they've done that story, uh, or at the very least, like we've we've you know there's a really great batman animated series about it but it's a robot that does it it's pretty yeah dope. yeah yeah um i uh i don't think that batman needs to go to daredevil for story ideas no. but i also uh it's a it's a compelling concept yeah um girk peck does any advice on how to get cri- uh, critic screenings and other benefits my sister does a podcast with the following and wants to take advantage of it she does uh reviews well you just uh, reach out to the people who make them and it's ask. sometimes
1: nice they just reach out to you so that's kind of it's kind of tough yeah yeah that part's that part's a little harder
0: yeah the trick is just to reach out to them you know and just don't be afraid uh ray fart hey tiffany you know garfield comics don't have any crisis problems (laughs) just saying (laughs) come on back issues (laughs) garfield to what a back issue is on Garfield <laughs> uh speaking of cats cat lawyer uh, will defend for treats a moment of appreciation for sale for making me love older comics these are my favorite back issues like ghost of Craven and Beta Ray always end up surprisingly Galactus debut is my favorite episode I love that episode I'm very pleased with it
1: yeah you should be
0: well thank you uh Gert Pactus, uh you read uh new Jessica Jones multiverse CB was real FU um I don't know what that means, but. Fun? Uh, I, i've not seen if jessica jones is in the multiverse or if there's like a multiversal jessica jones if it is i'll check it out is there a new book maybe, maybe. i, I've I heard thought there it. was
1: a new comic but maybe i'm incorrect
0: about oh i could be um and i believe we're almost wrapped up here daniel uh hospedales says love you guys chats with creators me too yeah uh, we love having them on and uh occasionally we will do that more <laughs> as we roll forward um maybe we'll do uh you know we'll do that kind of thing like dj popping Mm it maybe you'll see some other familiar faces yeah so yeah uh wrapping it up dark crisis is the best thing since sliced bread check it out
1: i i think the dark crisis is a book it's a book that's coming out
0: it is a book that's coming out i think uh yeah and um oh as always judge for yourselves
1: yeah for sure Mm
0: uh i think the book's great and
1: there's nothing i think the art's great
0: i should i meant to say the the art's great i think the art's really cool
1: yeah it's good but they're, like, they're taking
0: some big swings.
1: I think for a lot of people, like they might pick this up and trade.
0: I think that the Dark Crisis will get new life later, or
1: they're gonna read the last issue. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no. Well, ju- listen, just League number seventy five was like the number one selling book that week. Right. So
1: all right, what happened? Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh. So Batman number one twenty five from yeah. Chip Zdarsky. and, of course, uh, Jorge Jimenez and Belen Ortega. I think did the backup. But uh yeah, that's the book that everybody's I don't know if everybody's talking about it. I hope they were they are, right. but uh, Batman 125. It's a new era for Batman. And by that's that right. I mean, you know, it's another era for it's Batman. It's another
1: creative team on the book. That's it. Is this the going like going forward this is going to be the team?
0: I think so. Like, I, wise, I, I know say. that um uh, Jorge Jimenez had done the run pretty mm-hmm. pretty much with uh um James Tynion the 4th uh and I know that um I think he reached out and was like I want to keep doing Batman and uh, I'll adapt my style to fit this tone. Because mm-hmm. like, uh, I know that uh, Tynan's book was much more colorful and a lot more like, you know, neon, not neon, but like a lot more um, like kind of hallucinogenic, you know, a lot, a lot of crazy different colors. And uh, and this one is a lot more gritty and dark mm-hmm. and uh, and and him and is like, I'll do that. I'm an artist, man. I'll adapt. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: I think that they did a great job. Just just talking about the art alone, I think that Jimenez is taking some really terrific strides in this that are not the same kind of strides as they were in Tynan's.
1: Club. No, it's really funny, though. For a minute, though, I was like, is this Dan Mora?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Dan Mora's influence can be felt across the big two. <laughs> uh, as well, they should, by the way, uh, feel his influence. But yeah, I, I think that this, uh, it didn't have the kind of like, big double page splashes that put him on the map on the last Batman run Mm. but I don't my favorite Batman stories don't have them at all so Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. we're on the right track (laughs) you know what I mean right like Batman for me Batman I mean Batman of course lunchboxes backpacks multi movies multiverses you know all this crap he's everywhere he's every single favorite person's character but like person's favorite character but for me he's a detective who hides in the shadows and beats the hell out of people there's nothing fun or flashy about that yeah he wears that black suit to hide (laughs) you know (laughs) and to frighten people yes yes. not to like put his hands on his hips and be a statue in front of the hall of justice Mm. which of course he is but uh this is going away towards doing that i think that Zadarsky tailing it tailoring it into zadarsky's writing Mm -hmm. uh, is this is this is trying to like i don't know mold what batman what shape batman has been forced into Mm -hmm. back into a recognizable shape
1: yes yeah no i could see that
0: right like i think that it's trying to be like this is batman it's why you like batman Mm -hmm. you know
1: but, you know, it's funny is that, like, it took really doing all those ridiculous things to get back to it. get back to this.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and of course, it never really left because you've got all these different black label books and sure. side books mm-hmm. and urban but, like, legends. But, in
1: the main and, book, which, yeah, not which is the one up.
0: most people are reading. Right. It's always the number one book. Mm-hmm. Unless it isn't. But, yeah, uh, I, I think that he's trying while also taking big swings himself.
1: Mm.
0: Big swings that I've seen before, unfortunately. Like the death of the penguin. Yeah. Which is literally a three-part story by Alan Davis, which I've read already. And it was drawn by Norm Brayfogle, whose art reminds me a little of Jorge Jimenez. So right. I'm like...
1: It's funny, because I just assumed it was all fake. Of course. It's gotta be. I just... I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I no. mean, maybe not. I mean, I, I have no love or loss for, the for Penguin. penguin. I was just like, whatever. Yeah.
0: Although I do like that Jimenez is like, movie penguin. Yeah. <laughs> and although I think, a little closer to animated series penguin
1: a little i don't know it's both yeah you know what it is you can't be too detailed though Mm -mm. like animated series is just you know it's gross but there's not a lot to it no but danny
0: devito's is a human being
1: yeah it's just
0: but yeah i uh i by the way this is not like the single best batman book i've ever read nor is it the single best batman book that like i've read from dc in the Mm. last 10 years it's just It's it feels like a Batman book, Mm -hmm. you know, in the current status quo, which is to say he's less rich. Alfred's dead. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that are kind of like the standouts for me where I'm like, maybe he's like punching this clay to get it back. Mm -hmm. Because I think that the idea of like Bruce Wayne being slightly less rich is Mm -hmm. not terribly interesting. Okay, you know, like if Bruce Wayne needs to live in an apartment, he could just move into the apartment that he had the last time that Mm -hmm. he did that in the 70s. Like, we don't need it to be that he's like he's unrealistic if he's he's got the bat plane, the Batmobile, the bat boat, the bat everything like it's actually unrealistic for him to continue being Batman. If he isn't mega rich, you know, like he he was called a millionaire because that was the biggest thing people could be could achieve back then. You know, then he became a billionaire when billionaires existed and now there's trillionaires and like, you know, he is a trillionaire. I don't know. It's one of those artificial constructs that for me is like, I'm trying to change things. He's less rich now. I, I feel like that's kind of like lip service. Mm-hmm. I think that's like artificial, kind of like killing Alfred.
1: Right. Well, I just assume like for, for Zadarsky at least, he's like, that's what came before. I'm trying to play ball.
0: Oh yeah. No, Zdarsky the new kid on the block. Yeah. When it comes to this stuff. I mean, he did write urban legends, but again, not the same eyeballs for many people. This is just Zdarsky's debut on Batman.
1: Yeah so yeah.
0: how'd you feel about it
1: um you know i thought it was fun there was okay so like i've read a few things by Zadarsky, and like this was a, there were a few moments in this where i could feel him writing it yeah which was weird because mm-hmm. like usually it's pretty seamless like his it's just
0: daredevil the, is just like it's
1: just the character just easy it's just the character you're talking and there were just a couple of moments in this i honestly couldn't tell you off the top of my head where they were but there mm-hmm. were a few moments where it's like i could feel chip sitting at a keyboard writing it
0: oh yeah oh yeah no i I felt the same way well yeah no i felt yeah and that's i think contributing to why i wasn't like this
1: is amazing no it was it's just it's good it was good it was very objectively good good. yeah i I honestly enjoyed it you know i'm like oh we're doing a mystery right we're doing like a and i also was thinking spider-man where it's like you got to bring him down
0: right right we got to bring batman you gotta, down you got to
1: bring him down and not just in terms of like riches you got to bring him down in the mud exactly and like that's azarski's just throwing him right in yeah. there and i'm like that might be the spider-man influence oh, on yeah. him
0: <laughs> yeah i think so
1: <laughs> and even the daredevil influence on sure. him. sure
0: he brought matt to his lowest points yep you gotta, in you gotta, a long time you bring
1: him down to build uh-huh. him back up yeah
0: um right. so
1: you know we are getting that you know back a uh, 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 batman who's in the eye of the law and yep. the eye of like the public being mm-hmm.
0: like oh oh he's a murderer now oh you know we've never really I, I don't remember there being a story or a status quo in which batman was a murderer i know he was certainly a, a vigilante but
1: that is like you know what we were talking about earlier where it's like what if we took a daredevil story and did that but like in without it being the reality
0: exactly without that
1: similar feel but without it actually being the truth to the matter but in the public eye that's the truth for them yeah
0: even though he could have oracle just like pepper a whole bunch of doubt right
1: and we don't know what's going to happen like you know what i mean like we, we left this issue with the like oh my gosh man, yeah it's gonna be on the run yeah
0: the thing is zadarsky's good at setting up what your expectations are mm-hmm. and where you think the story's gonna go and goes in another direction yeah that's true. and unlike in a bendis way that i also find satisfying where bendis will be like i think you all know where this is going and mm-hmm. then characters will go i think we all know where this is going how about we just not And I love that moment. Like, I love when that happens in comics or at least in stories because sometimes I'm sick of the convention. I know that it's like shorthand for writing and I know it's like, sometimes we just got to get to point B Mm -hmm. and we need to do it by the way, like, but the quickest route and the quickest route is cliches and conventions. Yeah, And and it's like, we put a hat on it, you know, that's enough. But like, maybe if we just don't and just have the characters like stop for a minute and behave like human beings, it'll actually endear us to the more Mm -hmm. or them to us in any way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I like, so but i so i think that while we can kind of guess the story of batman vigilante yeah and batman murderer and robin in the hospital and all that stuff like i think that Zidarski might throw a couple of surprises sure
1: things. i really like that moment by the way that was one of the moments I didn't feel like it was just it where, was very natural yeah where feeling. dick was shot it wasn't it wasn't Dick. i'm or...
0: sorry tim yeah, yeah.
1: where I'm tim like, was shot yeah and like that flashback yeah i was like there you go he's adding something right to that story everyone wants to add something to that story to, to the jason todd story but i like that i like that too yeah. I, thought, I was like those are the little touch yeah a little Zdarsky touch mm-hmm. <laughs> on there. ding it's true
0: <laughs> uh he's also got to deal with the the fallout he's got to deal with the lack of alfred but also opening the book with alfred i think is a nice touch because it's mm-hmm. like that's i think i think he's trying to get you to think about it oh, sure. i like the idea that batman has a dream about the three jokers that was a fun mm-hmm. misdirect great idea because zidarski of course knows they got to release the first six pages of the book for previews and how how about opening the book with the three jokers yeah you know and being like what you're going to pay that off no it's a dream
1: you yeah, know no, I'm not going to No that. but it I mean, did maybe. happen probably not.
0: probably not though <laughs> well he's he's thinking about something oh yeah you know but yep. i i love yep. that uh yeah There's a lot to like.
1: Yeah, and then in the back, there's a backup to this, which I was pleasantly surprised to see was actually written by Zdarsky. Me
0: too. I went, oh, Oh, backup. I can skip that. Let me just see who wrote it. Oh, damn it. It was Zdarsky. I guess I'll have to read it. So I did.
1: Yeah. You know, it's a Catwoman Catwoman backup. I don't know if I like his voice for her.
0: I don't either, but I don't think she's going to be in the book. That's why she's a backup.
1: Right, right um but it's still fun and it definitely you know it's a little bit of a world builder yeah like it's gonna it feels like that's what it's going to be servicing is to help build out flesh out some of the world that Mm -hmm. batman exists in right now in this like weird state
0: yeah i think you're right uh what they're doing with the catwoman book undoes everything that they're doing with the other books so it's like oh catwoman oh we're not gonna they're not gonna be together yeah okay that's that's less interesting but i guess also it frees things up you mm. know like for me a batman isn't married so yeah. i'm like all right i guess you're right although <laughs> i will say i kind of enjoyed it like i remember when they did it with hush like i remember when hush was coming out that's mm-hmm. how old i am i remembered uh being like like when batman revealed his identity to selena and i was mm-hmm. like wow all right Like i'm kind of liking this and in the end for no reason they're like no and i'm like what really Is anyone complaining about this? Like, are people complaining about Batman not being in a relationship? Right. Like, is is he Spider-Man? Are we dealing with this? Do people really care? (laughs) Like, because that's the least interesting thing in every Batman book to me is when a woman's like, I love you. I'm like, oh, fucking pass. Unless it's Talia. Yeah. And even then, like, Talia has become a supervillain. You know, Talia in charge of like criminal organizations. She replaced Rachel Gould. Like, oh, that's that ship has sailed yeah. for Talia. So otherwise, oh, well, then who is it going to be? Vicky Vale, right? You
1: right. You know, I haven't
0: seen her in a comic book in forever. It's not even a thing. You know, Jezebel Jet? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> so
0: I dig it. Like I dig it, and I, I'm I'm happy about it. And it's yeah. interesting to see Spider Man and Batman both in completely different direct or in, in brand new status quo's at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so, digging it. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a recommend how do you like the new batman logo and people were like what about that batman logo it's a new logo and i'm like it looks exactly the same only actually symmetrical unlike the last one like it looks like they fixed it to me
1: uh you know full I like flat it.
0: though
1: oh my god sometimes flats okay
0: I, everything's flat that's like the new aesthetic now
1: okay you, there's just no pleasing this man when it i'm comes just to saying logos. you know
0: there's i like they, it. they built in the bat into the logo and then also there's a bat shadow on it
1: yeah that's fine so there's a lot of bats well it makes you think of the batman
0: but i get it his name is batman
1: yeah but you could put that on the shirt with the bat on it i don't know i dig yeah. it it's okay yeah, it's I, i'm not really upset
0: no i'm not upset i just don't care oh and the failsafe reveal what'd you think
1: i, I don't know what you I got mean. any
0: you got any speculation uh, no i think it's alfred's oh. i think alfred built it
1: oh maybe he's in there oh god it's like Ghost in the Shell
0: okay that's fine as long as they fix him as long as they bring him back because it was the biggest mistake they made because alfred's great
1: well you know what then when he comes back eventually yeah be a triumphant return I mean, Maybe that's a pariah could do for us.
0: It's been a long time coming. Help us out, pariah. Uh, Max M says, "Could you give some recommendations to get my cousin into comics? He lo- he loves Daredevil, but doesn't know where to start. Also, any teasers for the next Elseworlds Exchange on back well, or backish? Later
1: years. on, I also I saw a comment that they said also like any just any like Daredevil, yes, recommendations for that, but also uh-huh. any characters that you're a big fan of." that like are just have good stories because like
0: i mean batman has a billion stories Cousin's
1: not too picky as long as it's a good story right so come up with some daredevil ones and then
0: yeah i mean and the senti's run on daredevil is crazy weird and cool i think you should definitely read that of course frank miller's run on daredevil is another uh game changer mm-hmm. mark wade and chris samney's book for daredevil was awesome uh also of course chips and run on daredevil i think that's that's not bad i mean like charles soul's run was fine but again it didn't get a lot of people in on it mm-hmm. especially me uh but those are some those are three and there's like long runs but uh born again maybe not just one of the best daredevil comics but one of the best comics mm-hmm. like out there so you know so maybe hold on to born again but again but but you know what's funny is like i don't think born again is gonna be like reading dark knight returns first to daredevil so you could have them just read right. born again and have them just love the book yeah uh so that's good um but yeah <clears throat> characters
1: yeah, just you know, if you have if you have a, just a good story, it doesn't matter who the character is. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot
0: of those. <laughs> it's, it's hard to it's hard to pick one. Uh, I mean, pick a know. Spider-Man one. Oh, a uh, blue. Uh, yeah, that's a
1: good
0: one. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, also uh, back issues coming out tomorrow. Keep an eye out. It's a big crossover. Uh, Elseworlds, I got nothing. Uh, supreme omega says uh do you feel continuity is important because i feel like because uh, i like when new writers build upon what came before instead of ignoring or retconning previous stories yeah i think it's important but not like you know you, you get people you get creators like you know into a tizzy when it comes to continuity where they're like it doesn't matter my story is the most important thing until the next person's story mm-hmm. but i think that like they really they, they care about their story mattering mm-hmm. and they care about their story being told because of continuity
1: yeah it's true that's true
0: uh static nova i was wondering what your favorite spider-man runs i'm still new to comics and are looking for recommendations uh i like the jms run if you grab all the jms uh, j michael straczynski created babylon 5 uh (laughs) spider-man from the beginning you can skip the arcs skin deep one more day well uh yeah and one more day uh but everything else great yeah um yeah i also like uh roger stern's run is great um Peter David's run is fun. Uh, DeMatteis' run is great. Um, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, David Michelinie's run is like the one most people remember because Venom was in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, Carnage. And those are fun, but like pretty, pretty stupid sometimes. You know, it, it really depends. You know, Spider Slayers and artificial life forms pass um also you should read you should not discount spectacular spider-man because like there's some great stuff in there as well like some mm, older stuff okay. jenkins had a really nice run on spectacular which was really cool
2: okay
0: uh static nova also mentions uh, any batman runs as well i have a batman book or i have a batman video on this cha- uh, on uh, youtube.com slash comic pop which you can check out it's called the like best batman runs of all time or something like that i don't know it's mm-hmm. one of our biggest videos and uh i i recommend like 100 books <laughs> uh uh i think we're in the new ethan who says uh thanks for all the amazing content the amount you put in put out is really crazy and it's all appreciated also thor was fun especially when thor was there uh okay uh girk pectus i start i uh, started doing game development again Ooh. in free time thanks for keeping me creatively motivated another uh youtuber uh other youtubers do too but you are my favorite oh, oh thanks thank a lot. you it means a lot thanks a lot
1: good luck on the development
0: yeah uh, Kingsport Cal. Hey, nerds, just making it uh, rain like three dollars for my favorite YouTube channel. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Ms. Marvel, Tiffany, you'll uh leave the door open and play nice. Uh, <laughs> nice shirt, sale. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the Ms. Marvel show quite a bit. Uh, it's a good show. Uh, new episode hasn't dropped yet, correct? That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Um But last week's episode, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I, I know not everybody did because they're like felt like it was like spinning their wheels. I I liked it. Yeah, me too. I, I really did. I, I actually liked. You know, it was a nice um change, and it made sense in the story, like to make the jump and to like change our location and like switch up the cast a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I like that as a fledgling hero, like, you know, it's like that out of water feel. Yes. Um. In many ways, mm-hmm. in that instance, you can't just rely on your safety net. You're not doing the exact same thing every time. So yeah. Like, That's cool. So-
0: Although I do want them to go back to. Uh, oh sure. To Jersey. Oh yeah, no. Absolutely. I mean, they will. I definitely
1: want them to be back in Jersey. Um yeah. <laughs> Jersey. Uh, but. Like I said, like as a fledgling here, I thought it was kind of fun.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh Scarlet Hottie, hell yeah. Kite Man. Oh, yeah. Uh Supreme Omega. I wish we had a reprint of the Dimatea Spider-Man or spectacular run. Me too. Uh mm. it was great. And they should it, but the, the beauty part is you can get like you can get that in trade. Or you can get that in singles, and they're super cheap.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> like,
0: uh singles are always uh cheaper, I think. Uh oh. Uh, i didn't get it uh and ray far uh loved your cbr article sal thank you very much yeah. ray far yeah it's in the uh, com it's in the community tab in this channel oh
1: there you go i
0: have a thought for a for a cbr article what do you think about this okay, gonna- you got. i think that marvel and dc should collaborate to create a competitor for comiXology
1: wait say that again
0: i think marvel and dc should combine Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe Infinite. They're
1: never. They can't even. No, they're never going to compete gonna, with They could barely reprint the Perez book before he died.
0: I know. There, there's no way. I know, but like CBR has shit the bed so hard. I think. Who did I say? Did I say CBR? I meant comicsology. Yeah, you did. Well, Freudian slip there. But uh, that no, is uh, not true. Comicsology. has should the bit so hard. It's you read CBR, I read CBR. Yeah. It, no, but Comicsology. I think really screwed up, and uh, they need a competitor, but there's never going to be a bigger one. So what are they going to do now? Um, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's talk.
1: Is that, that acceptable? Yeah, it's great. It's not, That's it's why I was going to use it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's talk about Thor: Love and Thunder. So uh, we are not going to spoil the movie right now. No, we're not. So don't spoil in the chat let's talk about it yeah, Thor Love and Thunder directed cool. of course by Taika Waititi uh written by Taika Waititi himself and Jennifer Caitlin Robinson I starring it was like
1: with art by and I'm like no. yeah, with art
0: by no uh and uh yeah starring uh, Chris Hemsworth Natalie Portman Christian Bale Tessa Thompson Taika Waititi himself Russell Crowe etc uh let's talk about our initial thoughts our first impressions of Thor Love and Thunder after leaving the theater how'd you feel
1: uh it was fun
0: yeah I think it was fun that's that's right. I, it's fun. It's fun. It's it is it is meant to be fun.
1: That's really what it is a hundred percent. It is a self-indulgent film, which I recognized like pretty early on. I was like, this is pretty indulgent. Yeah. But it's also pretty on brand with where they've taken this character and this yes. movie 100%. styling like for this character. Yeah. Um yeah, like it's just it is indulgent. I think they've earned it a little bit, especially mm-hmm. just. You know, a lot of people um, may not be a fan of so much humor in these. Yeah, well, but I there's... know that people
0: had a real criticism of, of Ragnarok, sure. and if you had a criticism of Ragnarok, let me Almost. tell you something. You're not going to like this, because this is Ragnarok squared yeah. uh, with less grounding.
1: Yeah, but there is there's something I, I will say in terms of this one in particular mm-hmm. with its like indulgence and its Fun and it's zaniness yes uh zany is that i guess yeah, it's kind that's kind of what word. it is uh, i know it is, it is zany, um, yeah. but like that feels a little like like some of the earlier thor like there's something about the adventuring and the like ridiculousness yeah. that like makes me think of some older books mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. whether or not the stories match up that's a different story yeah. but like there's just a feel here yeah I don't know.
0: There is, there's something there. I will say, I think that there is a significant disparity and this has nothing to do with the movie. Really. This is about about me. Uh, There's a significant disparity between the marketing and the style of this movie in the promotion that is not inherent in this movie. Okay. Like I think this wants to be like a Lisa Frank. Is that who she is?
1: You mean the lady with the tigers? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it's he man meets Lisa Frank. Okay. And, that ain't what this movie is. Like it wants to be this kind of like homage to, you know, like rock and painted vans and swords and sorcery and all this fun kind of like eighties rockin'. And I don't think that's really this. That's no. not what this movie in any way
1: all right so all right all right because i was literally gonna say it is like that okay but i think okay don't forget Sal and i just watched literally watched all of stranger things like we watched season four then we went back and watched that season one it's a two, lot three. more like that i know hang on <laughs> and then we just finished up the, the last two things they just dropped so we're not gonna talk about that no spoilers for that because
0: that also you don't care nobody watched it okay. like what the well, every video that we've ever made about stranger things is tanked harder than like you know the well, we're, not, we're not. a we're not a pop culture channel i guess yeah
1: but what i'm saying is like you might be jaded or like colored a little bit by that because it's like that is set in a decade and meant to make you feel certain things true this is supposed to be an homage which doesn't have to be exactly exact. no it doesn't um but I, i there are certain moments in this that definitely i think live up to it
0: i think that in terms of color palette and the use of music that is true I don't yeah. think we get like i think there's something there's something more metal about valkyrie flying into battle with spider-man webbed to mjolnir holding the infinity gauntlet than anything else that happens in this but okay like, but, i'm just saying like that's like it's a chick riding a horse and the, there's only hordes of people there's lasers and guns and swords and blah and it's like that's metal
1: there is okay so like i without spoiling anything i think there are moments in this movie like that and i again i'm not going to say what they yes, are yes i think you're right but i think 100 there are those moments there but like i wasn't expecting based on the poster that the whole movie was going to be a rock no rock, no
0: rock but i think they finish. really want you to think it is going to be i
1: don't think that at all
0: i think so because the end credits were like yeah and i'm like no that's not what that was no
1: they have fun with their credits you know that oh like, they no just, they're gorgeous they you- just hire someone and they're like yeah I don't they're,
0: know. And we saw the, actually i noticed that that's the first time i ever noticed it where i saw the credits yeah and i'm like oh look the credits credits like it's yeah. the people who made the credits and i bet yep. they didn't even see the movie but yeah i, I uh, it, it, it's it's not even a complaint it's a foible it's a thing where i was like that's ah, you know th- but that's more like i should write that that's something i want to do like i want to do like modern he-man sure but like feels like it's the 80s like that's what Copyright i it us yeah um but uh i
1: i think though like that aside um you know i i acting wise i didn't think anybody did a bad job
0: no in fact there's some like really good performances and i think christian bale was great
1: yeah he was almost unrecognizable so much so that originally i forgot i mean it's his
0: face don't forget even change the nose i know
1: but like he does he does something with it from time to time yeah it's like he transforms himself but that's him that's him he's just a crazy good actor i went into this i watched one trailer and i was out i didn't see any other trailer he's not in most of them straight up forgot he was going to be in this entirely and i was like mm-hmm. is that oh right yeah okay right yeah I- i'm with it hello right? um but no i think he does a really good job again like he's just he's that kind of actor he can transform himself you will absolutely recognize him like at certain points in the movie but there are other points where like he just does things and you're like oh
0: yeah cool yeah he's
1: just doing something with his fate
0: oh no no i and it's great because he i don't think he fits in the tone of what this movie is but he manages to work it anyway See, like
1: I and like maybe we'll get more into this if we do another video mm-hmm. I think he specifically doesn't and I think it's with good reason like, yeah there is I think the zaniness think about it, if you're going to see this think about this while you're watching it if like, you're not a fan of the zaniness, think about it in a almost meta way that like it is there for a reason mm-hmm. you know what I mean in terms of the overall like plot yeah kind of or mm-hmm. just like there's something else that once you leave the movie, you'll be like, oh, wait, was this supposed to be happening because of this? Yes. Or, like, to make you feel this. Yeah. Or to make you question certain things. Absolutely. That's really not revealing any plot no. stuff at all. Um No. By the just- way, if
0: you hang in to the end of the episode, we will reveal one minor spoiler. Okay. At, like, a moment where we're like, here comes a spoiler.
1: Okay, cool.
0: We have to pick one, though.
1: Oh, I don't want to pick one. Mine are we are is, we're both gonna pick one. Yeah,
0: we, we each have a, have a little spoiler. A little spoiler, and it has nothing to do, and um, and it has nothing to do with the plot. Oh
1: God, okay. I've got mine. All right. Anyway, I might, I might have. Well, no, I, I no, have... I
0: loved, but uh, I know that like, but a reason why I didn't bring up Gore is because Gore is a terrific villain. He's a fantastic comic book villain. Mm-hmm. He looks nothing like the comic book counterpart. And number one, I understand why they don't want him to look like Voldemort. That's fair. And the reality is, if you if you put a dude who has no hair into a movie that is like got sorcery and swords in it with no nose played by an Englishman. Yeah. People are going to be like, Oh, it's just Voldemort again. Like it's, you're not, it doesn't matter how cool gore is in the comics. Yeah. The audience is not going to let you have it.
1: Right, right. Right. So
0: he looks different. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he, Christian Bale makes a new gore. So it's not, it, it, it's like a very thin photocopy mm-hmm. of the comic book gore. Yeah. You, so you should be con- you should be aware of that. It's not the same thing. Yeah, at all. Yep. Like there are elements that reference the comics, mm-hmm. but it's not the same thing. Right. Right. That being said, because it's a wholly different thing, it works. And Kristen Bale's performance is so good. Like he does things where you you think he's like I don't know. He never goes for it the way that like Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster fits so well tonally in thor ragnarok where right. he's like nah, this is what this movie is hey, okay yeah, i get that
1: it's almost like they made ragnarok like that just to make him fit
0: yes like they got <laughs> jeff goldblum and they went oh let's make it silly at no point does christian bale's gore like ham it up
1: right because christian bale
0: he's so. really good in it and yeah. it's just it's really cool uh
1: you know we um natalie portman yeah natalie portman i think um uh, you know she's good she's good
0: Yeah, she's certainly better than she was in *Phantom Menace*. She's a real director, though. But like, she is good, and she's given some weighty material. And she
1: is yes, she's given weighty material, which definitely stretches her acting abilities, and just to the degree that you're in a that you're in this movie. Um, And I I think she's given far more to do than you've seen. In the trailers. In well, I was gonna say in the previous Thor movies.
0: Yeah, no, she's a character. But I'm just saying, like Yeah, you know. Yeah. I wish there was more of the weighty stuff for her in this. Like, I wish we had more moments of her alone. Like processing what she's doing.
1: Right, right. Okay, that's fair. That was
0: one thing that I wasn't even a criticism, it's just like I wish there was more like, you know, this is one of the shortest Marvel movies ever made. And I was like, I wish there was more because when the movie chooses to be serious, it is, it is an a plus. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing that I was like, wow. Like every moment where it is, it is taking itself seriously and it is doing it. It works.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And it works really well. Mm -hmm. And the silly stuff.
1: I think is there to offset it because they're afraid.
0: I think so too. I think this movie is, it, it's, like seven, it's like 70, 30, 80, 20 to serious versus, or to silly versus serious. Yeah. And I'm like disappointed,
1: but, but it also fits for where they've left this and that's character. Thing, right? like, like, like you have to follow where you left him last. Yeah. I mean, and you, so
0: you, they, they don't, I mean like they do, but they only waste like five minutes explaining it. So it's not really a big, it's not a big element. We yeah. don't, we're not going to spend 45 minutes of this movie watching Thor get thin, but <laughs> they do take the time yeah uh and i think uh i i think that it's yeah i like the movie and i think that it is a pretty tight story surprisingly enough like i yes. think despite the fact that there's like a, a thousand characters on the cover it's really about two people
1: right and and you know i i will say at the beginning of this movie you're gonna sit through some status quo stuff and i think it's refreshing because so it's too. like wait this is all really good to remind us. Like, these are the things that are going on. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, I think that's fine. Part of the movie is going to be taken up in that first, like, 10 minutes or so, just reminding you of some stuff.
0: And not only that, but I think it helps to make the movie feel more like, this is a sequel to Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. This is a standalone Thor movie.
1: Yeah, that's the thing as well. And, like, you know, you, you have to remember that, with ragnarok all right so with the first thor movie it was just here's thor and like we it get, was like,
0: here's thor you'll love him in avengers yeah that let's, was let's
1: the- see what happens <laughs> and like the only like real like connection is that like we get a peek at a hawkeye yes we like know he's part of a shared world yeah, actually
0: that that is a very that's a pretty good standalone movie like, yeah
1: it is and then two happens
0: two happens and honestly it is very much a thor movie like it is, it is actually more thor it than is. it probably should it have is been
1: super thor right yeah very thor um but then 3 happens and it's way more in the like
0: it completely changes the tone it does. just well, it, it changes, changes the, the game.
1: tone changes the game changes the tone Hulk's the main player in that. You know what I mean? Like, like we're like, hey, don't forget. Yeah, this is all connected. Don't forget,
0: like, we owe uh, Universal money if we do a Hulk movie. So let's just yeah, put it here. And like, I,
1: I, that was like, I, I liked
0: that. I was like, oh, cool. We're in like the that we're in the buddy flick yeah. but, like, like, we're, era we're of. Kind of coming, also, Doctor Strange then Yes, but
1: like I feel right now that a lot of the um the movies that are coming out are kind of going back to the like, hey, there's a shared universe, but like we're talking. About but let's characters. tell their let's, story. Let's, let's yeah, about story about a character. I'm exactly. Like, That's cool. Like. Yeah. Yes, but also like it's yeah. about this person. I agree. Um, so that's neat. Yeah. I really there's a lot of I'm like I try not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there I like a lot of the effects in this movie. They do a lot of really cool things yeah. with effects overall in yes. the film and I and I enjoyed them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um you'll see. Yep. Um there's just some really fun stuff right yeah. there's some stuff that's a little weak mm-hmm. here and there yeah
0: yeah i think that like they rely a lot on uh repetitious repetitious humor which i don't
1: also i'm talking specifically in facts like there's a couple of weak effects oh yeah. here and there but like overall, really liked what they did with it.
0: Yeah, I think primarily it looks good. In yeah. fact, even the complaints about like the helmet and stuff, they do that thing. And I guess that's just now we're gonna deal with that. Like, you know, Star Lord's helmet, like da 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 da. It does this like, oh, it's nanoparticles. Like, okay, oh yeah, now Iron Man's less exciting that looking now because he looks like a cartoon character. Well oh. like. But like but even their even their helmets are like nanoparticles. And I'm like, <laughs> really? That's oh. That's, um i guess we just do that now all right just <laughs> but they do look better in this movie than they did in the trailer yeah so
1: um there's a lot of great action yeah so like if a lot of action here's the thing movie. i think really what you can sum up from this um i know, I know you're going to talk more about no, no, it's humor fine. And stuff like that is that like take away the fact that this is a summer movie yeah and it feels like a summer movie absolutely in like a good way In yeah. like a let's just enjoy it and like you, you just you're gonna have your popcorn
0: yep it wants you to just indulge and, and enjoy. just indulge
1: and enjoy that indulgence and accept the fact that like not every like every movie doesn't have to have like a gravitas it's not
0: it. yeah th- yeah in fact it, uh, d- it deliberately changes the stakes so that it can be more intimate and be less about like the universe yeah
1: even though like, it's kind of just, just go into it thinking it came out in summer right it's a summer movie mm-hmm. it's a summer popcorn flick yeah 100 percent for me exactly i was like fun mm-hmm. but yeah some of the humor i like the humor
0: there's some humor that worked I and think there's the some people
1: that, in the back row behind us enjoyed it
0: a lot more like
1: guffawing
0: yeah yeah they were losing it it
1: was
0: <laughs> good for her but uh yeah i i that was fun uh the, there's there's a running gag in it that i enjoyed quite a bit that unfortunately doesn't plot wise pay off at all This is the like You'll
1: <laughs> the, have to tell me later. The almost
0: love triangle?
1: Uh yeah. Like
0: there yeah. Um it's fine. It, it that it, it, it kills in the theater and it really works, but then I'm like, but plot wise I'm like, oh, and well, then they don't really do anything with it. Okay.
1: I didn't Okay, you'll have to explain that later to mm-hmm. me. Cuz I'd yeah. not pick up on that 100% oh yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah no i i you know i didn't expect anything from that
0: i did i, I did thought we were building towards something and not, then it doesn't go anywhere Did not
1: expect anything from that
0: yeah it's, well in any case it's
1: just a little gag i thought yeah but the
0: humor is like it's it's very much of you if you saw ragnarok it's that humor
1: it is so. but it's also
0: like with the clout of having a success like ragnarok so like it's that humor ratchet up you don't like that that's that
1: right but i also feel like um so for some people i think thor's their favorite character yeah you know what i mean like that's their favorite like character absolutely right and like it's like just like with me and um with like Doctor strange it's like i think of dr strange in a very specific way so i think for a lot of people ride rock might have rubbed them the wrong way because it's like that's not what i think about thor so I get maybe this is going to be the film for you. Yeah, necessarily. Like if you like are like, you know what? I've got a different idea of what Thor is and what type of adventures I want to see him on. And like the way that he's treated in a movie. Ragnarok, you know, if you weren't a fan, you know, like it's not going to be much different here. No, but I will say I think you see a few more things that are pretty comic booky.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. For
1: sure. That We're not, you know, um, Telling tales out of school here that there's a shot is in all the trailers. That's just oh, like, yeah, There's just ripped run. from the Iron and run. Yeah, rivets. like it's cool, right? Yeah, you see things, it's like neat, neat. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course, there's we're not gonna talk about there are post credit scenes. There are, yes, there are two, there
0: are two post credit scenes, uh, one mid credit, one post credit. So
1: just if you care about that kind of thing, just stick around, yeah, to, to see those. The um, bigger
0: one is the second or is the is the mid credits,
1: yeah which but, usually tends to be how they go now i
0: think so yeah but the last one is not a captain america grabs a chair and laughs at you like it is an actual like post credit scene yeah i don't know what it means but we'll see mm-hmm. but yeah it's a, i mean, i know what it means it's just like i don't know if there's like lasting implications it's just kind of like here's the thing mm-hmm. it's like oh okay cool a little maybe a little closure we'll see i don't know yeah but uh interesting so yeah overall uh, I think it's a, I think, I think it's good. I think it's worth seeing. It's, it's definitely meant to be seen in the theater in terms of like it being big. Yes. If you are protecting yourself and you're not interested in seeing the, in the theater, you're not missing anything. It'll be on Disney plus in two months. So you'll yeah, and
1: you can have your popcorn at home and watch it that way. Like, Absolutely. But Like I said, like think about it like a summer movie Yeah. and, and just have fun with it.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, and expect, you know, like I said, like good acting performances from everybody. I, I, I really do think everybody did a pretty good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, yeah, I, I would recommend it. But I also think that if you are like iffy about going to the theater, you don't need to see it in the theater.
1: That's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. I absolutely 100% think that that is fair um, entirely. Yeah. Because it'll be out, on, like you said, on Disney Plus. You can catch it there. Exactly. Um, I
0: do think uh, um, uh, Tessa Thompson was underutilized. She's not in the movie a lot. And it seems like they. From her comments from before the movie came out, it suggested that there might have been something there. Uh, I I would bet money that they cut a good 20 minutes out of the movie that she is just in.
1: No, I I don't know where, I don't know how else, like, I want her to be in more. I don't know what they can do with that. I think I like her a lot. I like her in this role quite a bit. Um,
0: I would like to see, I I think I would watch a Valkyrie movie. I would like more. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would watch a Valkyrie movie. Or a show. I'm sick of them. I'm good on shows.
1: But it's easier to pitch them something like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll make them more money.
0: But like, I'm just saying, I don't I don't know if I want to watch six hours of a Valkyrie movie. I'd like to see a Valkyrie movie for like 90 minutes.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: You know, because that's what it is. Like all the Marvel properties are just movies yeah. that are stretched out into six hours.
1: Mm.
0: Except for Ms. Marvel, which is actually feels like a freaking show. <laughs> Or at the very least, I'm enjoying how they how they aesthetically build it. But yeah, uh, so here comes our spoilers. Here, you, you have yours ready?
1: No. But I'll, I'll give
0: you my indication.
1: You're going to go first.
0: I will go first,
1: and we're going to give you a second because mm-hmm. we are going to give a.
0: It's not even a spoiler. It's just.
1: Oh, jeez. It's
0: barely a spoiler. This is my this is my thing. Beta Ray Bill is not in the movie. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's not. That's not. If you remember, and it's
0: not because we saw it early and they didn't add him in the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: Beta Ray Bill is not in the movie. Beta yeah. Ray Bill is not referenced in the movie. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill's name does not come up.
1: I um yeah, so
0: he's not in the movie. Don't
1: don't hold out. I was holding out hope the whole time.
0: But there is a I, reference to the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill in this movie. Yeah,
1: and that, and that, like and, that, and that's not even a spoiler because it's literally because they're on the in, poster. They're on the poster. But yeah, like so, my minor spoiler that's not a spoiler, um, is that tooth and and Tooth Grinder are, are here. They're not named.
0: They are not named.
1: But they're, but they're it's easily they are them. in this they are in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh honestly like I was like, man, wait, that happened. and, and You it happens, were like, "Oh, he's in this pretty, movie." Pretty uh, yeah. Well, cuz I was like uh, I really was like originally I was like, "I hope Walt got some money for this."
0: I hope so too. I didn't even see his name in the credits. I'm
1: sure. I don't know. I don't know. Um but I think what it is is like once if you know that like Walt Simonson put Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder into the book and mm-hmm. it happened to be when
0: Bait Beta Beta came, debu- came out debu- it's debuted, like you might it's like, make that leap. You yeah. might
1: make that leap there. Um Absolutely Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you got one? That was it. That was Oh one. yeah, Tooth Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. It's
1: not really a spoiler. It's not
0: even a spoiler, but like yeah, that's that's fair. I didn't uh, want to spoil something. No, part, so I, so I so don't want to I don't wanna ruin this that. movie for you if you wanna if you if you wanna go in clean. Or, uh, whatever, but yeah, so, um, that's that's our re- like kind of non spoiler review, yeah. of, uh of, of the movie. So, now let's recommend some books that are coming out this week, tomorrow, I should say.
1: Tomorrow, that you should check out. Some of course, books. uh,
0: Batman number 125 came out today. If you haven't had a chance to pick it up, I highly recommend you do. Uh, Amazing Spider Man number five is coming out tomorrow. Uh, again, I think this is a book that, like, will eventually find its footing. Uh, I, I'm enjoying the John Amita Jr. art, but I know it's divisive, so I understand if you uh, are, are are skipping it for that reason. Uh, Dark Crisis number two came out today. It'll be available in your stores tomorrow. You check it out. Uh, DC vs. Vampires number seven is finally coming out. I'm enjoying this, though I'm not reading any of the supplemental material, which I think is fine. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond number three is coming out. Uh, again, I couldn't your feelings about dark crisis is my feelings on flashpoint (laughs) beyond couldn't care less but i am reading it and i'm uh, holding out you know hope that it'll be at least a decent story we'll see how it goes um and i believe the end of batman 89 is coming out and batman 89 number six i don't know if it's the sixth if if this is the last issue but it is coming and it uh you know there there you have it uh batman 89 a series that went for I, i i couldn't imagine the meteoric expectations Of Batman 89 uh, and and where it ultimately ended up because man, were people hyped about that. Myself included only to find that it it was not as exciting as all that.
1: Uh, Okay. So saga number 60 is going to be coming out tomorrow. Uh, So I'm, definitely going to be getting that uh Ghost Rider number four is gonna be coming out hey. I, I like that book it's fun um uh, strange academy i feel like i haven't seen this in forever number wow. 18 is gonna be dropping tomorrow as well uh today if you didn't get a chance to pick it up you can pick it up tomorrow but poison ivy number two is out uh legion number legion <laughs> legion of x number three is coming out tomorrow Sabretooth number five is coming out tomorrow sabertooth number four just dropped last week you're gonna find the same thing with excellent excellent number four just dropped last week excellent five is dropping tomorrow Damn. as well yeah it's again they're trying I think they're just trying to recoup from whatever happened to yeah. them in terms of um delays and such yeah uh once in future number 27 is coming out the closet number two this is a three issue story. Wow! So, like, it's a tiny story I'm really interested in. I'm definitely going to be grabbing this. Um, Suicide Squad Blaze number three. If you are reading the Black Label book, Suicide Squad Blaze number three
2: is finally out like,
1: came out. I haven't had a chance to get it because I picked that up in physical. Yes. It's finally here. So if you haven't had a chance and you were reading this, go grab it. I think this is the last issue? I think so. I can't remember if it's three or four i know no um king conan number six is coming out is this uh, the end tomorrow i don't recall uh yes yes it is this is the end of king conan so if you haven't been reading king conan don't pick this up yeah just go pick up the rest of it we'll um, pick it up
0: along with this one up, through five yeah,
1: don't pick up issue six on its own it will not make uh, a lick of sense for you uh at all uh is it then there's lots of other things that also came out um but those are just some of the things that i'm going to be looking forward to that i haven't read yet
0: that's right so check those out don't forget to of course like this video subscribe to our channel and uh stay tuned for more we will do a spoiler review of thor uh love and thunder after the movies come out yeah uh we are going on vacation so yeah. there will not be a live episode of off the rack or elseworlds exchange of course next week elseworlds exchange wouldn't have been on anyway so you're fine but no live else no live off the rack uh but back issues will be out uh as per usual
1: real quick Dan Slott on Adjective List, Spider-Man.
0: Yes, Dan Slott is uh, given another book. Uh an ongoing series with uh Mark Bagley. Um he's doing the end of Spider-Verse. We'll see about that. Uh more Lund's coming back. Yay! Uh I think it shows that Marvel doesn't have faith in Zeb Wells' Amazing Spider-Man. I think after I think they're hurting from Nick Spencer's. Mm. Like th- th- this Danzig getting a his own ongoing Spider Man series now feels like Jay Leno getting the Tonight Show back <laughs> after Conan left. Right, right. That's what this feels like. It feels like the studio was afraid,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: giving. It feels like them giving Jay Leno his crappy show that came on like before or after the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. It feels like the studio is afraid of how this is doing. And so they need an old familiar faithful to consistently bring in sales. Right. I also think Marvel doesn't really learn lessons very well. So we'll see if that actually pans out for them.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, I don't think I'll be picking up that book. Okay. I'm I'm not interested in any more spider verses unless they're films.
1: And <laughs> no I'm more certainly more not interested
0: in any Dan Slot Spider-Man books anymore. Yeah. And I'm especially not. And if it was going to be, it, it isn't because of more fucking lon tell you that so that's a thing great Uh, otherwise we can see you guys next time with another episode of off the rack of course in two weeks but stay tuned next week because there will be a little mini video for you to check out Mm -hmm. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time here on youtube.com slash comic pop don't forget to check out dj's comic in the description below this video and of course check out youtube.com slash comic pop for shorts and of course our weekly series back issues tomorrow which the new episode will drop Mm -hmm. that's it oh and no watch tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop uh next week or the week after the week after (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, i was here today so
0: yeah that's right it's is, all right
1: yeah it's okay it's yeah. okay
0: but uh yeah stay tuned see you next week see or next guys. time so long Bye.